Hi, this is Deep, a podcast discussion about questions and ideas. We're doing this because we want to learn more and get other people's opinions on the things that we know. I don't know anything. I just think things. Okay, uh, I'm Matt. And I'm Josh. And <coughs> excuse me. It's all good. Welcome Keep rolling. Deep. Welcome to Deep. Oh, Welcome to Deep. I was trying to pull you in there. Pulling you in, no, no, pulling thank you, you in, pulling you in. I appreciate it. Anyway, so uh, on that uh, slightly dysfunctional note, which you've probably come to know and love us for, we can tell you that if you wish to send us emails about our dysfunctionality or generally praises for being wonderful human beings, you can email us on jndeep.podcast at gmail.com. That's j-a-n-d-m-d-e-e-p dot podcast at gmail.com. It's quite hard to say emails out loud, isn't it? It's kind of. It's, and it doesn't help you that do it very well. You do, you do it very well. That's why I've done the double E thing. Double yeah, E. It's good. Okay. Anyway. What have you been doing? What's been rocking your world since we were last kicking around in the studio? I'm not going to tell you what I've been doing. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Next weekend as well. Let's do that. Okay. What are we going to do? I'm going to go camping next week again. I know I've mentioned that before. But uh, this is to my favourite usual camping place. First time this year that I've, I've been to this place. Sadly, we've neglected it a little bit. But uh, what's really cool about this place is it's just a little field out the back of a pub. But it just so happens to be in like one of the darkest regions in the country. Or just this sort of small localised area happens to be really dark. So Zero light pollution. Very little light pollution, yeah. So when you look up in the night sky, if, if I can stay up that late... Which you can see your own reflection. Rare, well, you can see the, you can see the, sometimes the Milky Way. I've actually seen the, the Milky Way there without a telescope. You know what I think was the Milky Way. It might have just been clouds, I suppose. But it's really yeah. it's really great. You know, it's great views of the night sky. Uh, there's a lovely view over a valley. There's a steam engine that goes past. There's cows that wake you up in the morning. It's all it's all uh, pretty good. It's all it's all nice. So yeah, going camping. Excellent. Cool. Well, on the, the same note of doing things in the future. I'm pretty excited because been doing the usual thing of booking a few gigs. So amongst many of the other gigs I have coming up, excitingly, finally got to book a ticket to see Ron Gallo, who's playing in Leeds. That's quite exciting for me. Uh, a rapper named Merz is also playing in Leeds. That's also pretty exciting. A lady I mentioned previously on the podcast for a recommendation, Nico Case, is playing the Brunel Social Club, which is super exciting. And uh, the other person I'm really excited to see as well, who I've been wanting to see for a little while now, Natalie Press. As well, that's pretty damn exciting. That's also in Leeds as well, so that's pretty exciting stuff. Various other gigs, but they're the ones that are going to most notably get me dribbling in the the future. Nice. I don't think I have any gigs planned at the moment, so maybe maybe I can send you a list of all my gigs and we can meet at a gig. We can get tickets or something and go together. That that would be good. That would be good. I went to quite a few gigs earlier in the year, but. I got to a point where I got so tired of standing, my back was giving me a terrible pain, and I just decided I didn't like gigs for a while because I wanted to sit. Fair play. So I do, do prefer a nice seating gig. Anyway, complaints aside, uh, whose turn is it to... It's your to turn to rummage turn. in yes. the tombola of chaos. Okay, today's topic. Is it going to be? Got one. Who's it going to be? Okay. It's funny, I wondered if we might have this subject. Uh, when I, when wondered? I, that sounds too conspiratorial to well, me. Well, it's coincidental, no doubt. Okay. This, I hesitated about putting this, this it's one of mine, I yep. hesitated about putting this uh, topic in because it's something 
that we probably know even less about than normal topics, and it's going to yeah. be quite difficult to talk about. So I've given us a very strict five-minute time limit, which is quite short well for done. us. Um, the topic is left or right in the political sense. Okay. So I guess what I want us to talk yeah, yeah. about, I mean, whether we manage to be deep about this or not, who knows, but I want us to talk about what does it mean, and what do we think it means? So we're, certainly if you're looking for... Uh, a podcast that's going to inform you on what is the political left and the political right. This is probably not that podcast. But if you want to listen, have an entertaining five minutes, this we'll, is we'll, give it, podcast. We'll, we'll give it our best shot. Um, All aboard. Okay, I set the timer. And uh, I guess I'll start. Yeah. I guess my perception would be left is good, right is bad, the end. No, <laughs> no, no. No, of course not. Um, I think... Um, I think genuinely there are two parts of a whole. You know, there's a left hand and a right hand, a left brain and a right brain. And generally we are more informed when both of those halves work as a whole. But in order to differentiate between the left and the right, I suppose to my mind, left is often more... I, I want to avoid using words like communism and capitalism, but I think uh, maybe left is perhaps more leaning to, say, a, a welfare state or collective responsibility. Um, whereas a right is perhaps more about uh, opportunities for the individual, perhaps left is, I guess, idea of the more control of markets and regulation of big businesses to restrain them from making uh, profits, expenses of things like the environment and individual freedoms, whereas right is perhaps more in favour of less regulation in the markets. And, uh, yeah. I guess Labour is left, Conservatives are right in this country. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, probably really, really terrible overview. What would you say? Well, I, I appreciate your terrible overview because in lots of ways, if you'd asked me to introduce it, I would have introduced it in a similarly terrible way. So yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing to, it's a good discussion, it's a good topic to have picked and a good discussion to have because I think it's good to squeeze these things out of people at times. If we look in, if I point with a point of view of how, where my tendency sometimes lies, I think I would probably say that I would la- would would believe I would like to think my tendencies were somewhere left of centre. So I I think I lean slightly to the left, but also I can understand, like you say, that the the idea that that, that in a perfect world there would be a, a whole that would do things, but I do quite like I, I i think we both understand or something you illuminated to it in a previous podcast that was a good that i didn't really pick up on this in the way i should have really but just the idea about sometimes when you listen to information and explaining how systems w- within the world work and how how regulations etc market work. regulations yeah and just and just yeah beyond that just just general just market yeah market regulation but just regulation in general about whether it's regulation of the way a telecommunications network and a series of networks works or whether it's regulations of a market or money exchanges and there's definitely a benefit to understanding those and understanding why they exist in the world and so from that point of view that's why I tend to be slightly towards the centre rather than completely on the left side of things because I do like the idea of of being at least open and money to be educated about the reasons why these things happening, especially in the world we, the part of the world we live in, whereas we live in a in a, on the face of it, fairly democratic part of the world. That's 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 a relatively prosperous part of the world, 
So I do like to hang around in that vicinity so I can get that information and be open to that information rather than being very left and kind of go, no, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, and, and I agree with that entirely. That I think to identify really as left or right is probably more damaging than uh, than anything else because it's, you know, it's all information and people believe things for particular reasons. And, and I think the danger of belonging, having an identity such as left or right it means that you may do things which you may you may support certain ideas or certain people because they are in line they support your football team for example you know it's the same they are they are left so you support whatever they say mm. they are right so you are against whatever they say I, I think to have that sort of group identification can be damaging towards yeah. the truth if the truth is what you are aiming for definitely and also I'd just like to add to that by saying that it's also good because I think it's good to point out to people as well that even if they you have voted for a side a team a currency whatever it is that the world shouldn't be able to exist on one idealism you shouldn't you shouldn't realistically be able to vote one person in for one idea just for that thing that person has to bring with them some other credentials to the table an understanding of a greater situation or a bigger breadth of, of scenarios yeah I, I agree with that entirely um, yeah, I guess a few other things about left then. So I guess it's, it's the ideas such as, you know, there, there are complex issues which I think as an individual you have to ask yourself, do we like the idea of a welfare state? We often have this dichotomy of it's good to have a support network for people who, you know, have worked all their life and then they fall ill or they ha have some kind of physical injury at work and it's good to know there's a safety net for those people there in the form of the welfare state or, or certain allowances. Um, but then at the same time, the counter end to that sort of dichotomy is that, well, people are concerned about scroungers, you know, a lot of newspapers, probably the Mirror and the Mail sort of often pretend a large proportion of our taxes go towards scroungers, which is, is just, it's just ridiculous and obviously not true, you know, it's a tiny amount of the economy that actually is. Well, that, but that again leads us exactly into the situation of that's why it's good to be open about these things and come to the table with information, not just on your chosen subject, but to how that chosen subject's got to be and to be able to analyse the facts and know that it's going through a fair situation. And you've got to, you've got to have that marketplace around you to be able to, to do that and judge that in the right way. Or even if you're in a situation where you've been, you've been voted in to a place of power from being on one side or the other and bringing that set of things, having the ability to be challenged and not mind being challenged or being asked is all is all for the greater good. Because even if it, if at that particular time uh, it suits a, a, a person, a place, a, a country, an economy to be on one side of the line, you've still got to be open to the idea of of that situation. Because yeah, you know, because of where you go into in the future, where you've been in the past, how you got to there for those for those same exact same reasons. Yeah, I uh, yeah, there was something you said that I wanted to reply to, but I, I think it's gone. So I think we've sort of gone a minute and a half over. It's okay. probably uh, it's probably six and a half minutes more than we should have said. Yes, we're but, into uh, the fear zone now. We're, I'm just happy <laughs> made it through the five minutes. So I'm making too yeah. much pulls of myself. Okay. And it's, okay. Uh, well, yeah, I think I think the main thing you said in that that was valuable was that. Uh, you know, the world is complex. Perhaps we shouldn't be able to exist on one single idea. Maybe there shouldn't be one single, one-size-fits-all solution to the problems, the challenges, the opportunities that a nation, something as large and complex as a nation, faces. 
and uh, you know so even to have the, the simplification the idea of left and right is, is a massive oversimplification but I guess it's just important not to have an over association with a particular ideal so I guess like you were saying at the end with the when I think we got onto newspapers and it's the idea that we don't want to receive our information from a single source that we always look to you know not because we shouldn't trust any single source but because it, just like this podcast is about informing each other with a different perspective uh, it's good to sort of try and understand what other people think about even if it's a disagreement with what you think it's good to be disagreed with because you, you might learn something and as long as you're not trying to defend an idea and you're actually pursuing truth then you know it's it's okay to be wrong i think but it's also okay to speak if you want to learn we need communication to learn yeah definitely definitely yeah i, I you're you're 100 right yeah nice was there anything in that six and a half minutes that stood out for you no i was going to follow it with something but again i was busy intently listening to you and yeah. my train of thought has been being blown out of the water so we'll just leave it at that that was, that was a tough one i do i do apologize don't um, apologize at all that's we need these tough things to okay. to uh, push us a little bit well, ready i think at least it, at least it wasn't a 15 minute uh, no no um we do well the recommendations for this week is is, is very apt for uh, this discussion uh, I think I mentioned a few podcasts ago that uh, I've been reading Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. Um, and she's sort of, I believe, a darling of the right is often what she's called. And and often a lot of people uh, sort of almost mock what she said or, or present a, a sort of distorted view of what she was saying. I think a lot of people view her as sort of some of her writing and her philosophy was really nasty and really like greed is good, I think is the, the phrase. Um, and of course, some of that probably is true. I'm sure there's people who know much more about her than me. But I've read I've read a couple of her books, The Fountainhead, and I'm coming towards the end of Atlas Shrugged. That's why I'm mentioning it. And I just think it's probably not a book that many people who are sort of left-leaning would make a habit of reading. They're, they're pretty big, and she's sort of known as this evil, super-right person. Um, but, but actually, I really enjoyed her writing, and I thought some of her ideas were really interesting and really informative you know they she, she sort of has, has developed some of my own ideas and although I might not agree with what she says about you know the greatest ideal is self-interest I also think maybe I have a a new a, a greater found respect for the people who do earn money and the contribution they make as well so you know Ayn Rand The Fountainhead Atlas Shrugged good read if you've if you've got time to read those books I enjoyed them can I just say, before I give you my recommendation, just to know what you were saying there, do you think that sometimes it's that hindsight thing and sometimes people at the time, for example, when they're in when they're in the moment and the power of writing things down, whatever they're doing, being criticised and, and rightly or wrongly so, whichever way you look at it, for, the, for their behaviours at the moment in time, but then in hindsight you can look back at those things, like, like you've just said there, that you've taken lots of things from a book about somebody that probably if they were here in the present moment now you wouldn't be paying as much attention to it essentially possibly but it's in the same way as a funny thing where a podcast I mentioned that I've really enjoyed listening to on a previous one Russell Kane's Evil Genius and I don't know if anyone's listened to that but the premise of that is basically I taking, have listened to yeah, it yeah, I, I remember you said yeah, that just I, more I for, for anyone to listen to this is that if anyone hasn't listened to it it's a great podcast in so much as it brings a character that we a, a, a generally well known household name should I say uh, and they decide whether that person is evil or a genius by very bringing highly up. entertainment value. Yeah, and it's a great podcast. But for example, the episode in there 
about Margaret Thatcher, yeah. I found very enlightening from the fact that it did bring things in. Exactly the same way that I'd imagine that book which is brought to you, the same things where I don't think I'm going to go away and be commiserating of her passing and maybe or whichever about Margaret Thatcher. But then ultimately there was things I've learned from that podcast about her where I suddenly see now in hindsight actually some of the ways she did change the world for the better. Yeah, she was a very early environmental yeah. conservationist. Yeah, and, I, and I just things that I wasn't aware of, whether that was because I wasn't old enough to pay attention, whereas it because of the way I grew up and the people around me didn't want to hear, like, I don't know what it was, but now in hindsight, it's that thing, and I think it's that time and place thing, which we, again, we, we, it's a subject. In the last couple of episodes, we've alluded to various things along those lines, the subjects and things, etc. I mean, I mean, I would just add, regarding Ayn Rand, that I'm, I'm sure that... You know, there is every chance that she is actually a terrible person who I shouldn't be recommending. She wrote a lot of philosophy after these these books, these novels that I've read. And I think that's when she got particularly nasty. So, yeah. you know, I'm saying the books are good. I'm not saying objectivism as a philosophy no, no. Is, a, is a valid thing to investigate. Well, yeah. I think a lot of people mock her as like being a teenage, a teenage philosopher. So I sort of feel a bit a bit hurt that, you know, I, I was impressed by someone who's only fit for teenagers. But, but then know, again, what, it's that thing is we, we can all take things and moments from things depending where we're at and we could all take things at certain differences and sometimes realise later on that was a good thing or a bad thing and you've got to you've sometimes got to enjoy things at the moment they are for that reason so yeah I think, just I think, enjoy it. it's yeah. sometimes hard to enjoy things when you already have a preconception of it that's been given to you by someone else and so it's good but, to be like actually I enjoyed that book that's meant to be for Nazis plus it ties into our, our honesty thing there's, there's the thing as we've alluded to on a podcast before there's, a, there's an element of people being honest with each other and talking to each other that that ultimately it is healthy for us to be able to just to say things and get them out there rather than suppress them and hide them and not tell people you read that book because someone might judge you. But just sometimes, mm-hmm. okay, there's things that you shouldn't tell people out loud. We all know that in the world, but there's also things that we just we unnecessarily get wrapped up in and suppress and cause ourselves pain and injury in the long term, hiding something that no one really cares about. Yeah. So there's that but, too. But also, I guess doing this podcast, maybe someone out there feels really passionately that you know we sound like great guys but we shouldn't be endorsing Ayn Rand and maybe they want to send us yeah. a link to a T- podcast or something tell, tell us tell us like yeah. you know probably don't ask me to read any of her philosophy books I, I can only do so much and I'm probably not going to do that but I thought Atlas Shrugged was okay yeah. tell me why it's not I, I mean I know she presents a really caricatured image of the left I acknowledge that as a as a as a, as a, as a device in the plot rather than as an actual you know, she's not setting up a real argument in Atlas Shrugged. And if I thought she was, then I wouldn't like it in the same way. But she paints an interesting picture that, in its exaggeration, is able to point out some interesting things. But enough about Atlas Shrugged. Yeah, okie dokie, fine. Do, do you have a recommendation? I do have a recommendation, yeah. I'll have a recommendation myself this week, which is, uh, I don't watch much television and film-based stuff full stop to me. What? But uh, one thing... That I've been watching recently. I've just started watching, which I've which I've really enjoyed. It's the third season of a American TV series. Which I think you can get on various uh, streaming platforms. I'm not maybe Netflix, but various ones, other ones that you have to pay for at the moment. Uh, Hap and Leonard. It's called. It's, Say that uh, again. Hap and Leonard. Okay. So basically, it's it's basically a televised version of books. So there's a series of books written by a chap called Joe R. Lansdale, who's just from Texas in America. He's written a series of books. The books I've already read, so the three series that have been on so far, I've read the books of those already, and they're basically making each one into a series. He's since written some more books, but uh, and I've, I've, I've in this series, I think there's maybe now 11 books, or maybe a few more, because there's some sort of little mini novels in between, and I've read seven of those books. Really enjoyed them, just because I like the characters and where they're at and the place they're at, and there's sometimes the little 
fun bits of information that happen in the exchanges and, and sometimes create crazy fights they get into with people and things like that. Can you tell us a little bit more about what the show well, basically, is about? Yeah, basically, it's, 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 it's two friends uh, and it's based in the, it's based in America after the Vietnam War when there's much more racial, racial prejudice in America. So the characters of Happer Leonard, Hap is a white chap, Leonard is a black guy, uh, and they're basically often in situations where they're in parts of America where it's not as accepting as two racially diverse friends. But and it's fun. It's it's good from lots of ways. It's good because it's just genuinely a good story. It's fun and entertaining for all kinds of daft reasons as well as fun reasons. And the, 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 some of their escapades are sometimes quite crazy. Some are some are quite. But it's also it's quite fitting in some ways with the times we're in as well. And it's kind of one of those stories that, in lots of ways, lots of stories come back around. And this is one of those stories that kind of comes back around. And with some of the, just the, the thoughts and we're having in the modern world about who should be together and who shouldn't be together. It's it, it just once again tells those kind of stories in a way which we always saw written down. We just didn't see them for the lines they're written down inside. So yeah, but it's just it's just something I really enjoy, and I, and I just feel that it's one of those times as well where very often when you watch something that you know is a story. And the character casting, and you can look at the people and wonder whether that's the guy that you had pictured in your head. For me, it works on load levels as well, because personally, mm. I feel that the characters are kind of pretty close to the way I'd visualised them in my head and seem to act the same way and got into the roles really well. So just, just good, good fun. So what's better, the TV show or the books? Close call thing. Really, really like the TV show. So I've watched the first two seasons to the end of it, and I'm now halfway through the third season. But it really is a close run thing. I suppose the only thing that lets the TV show down, which isn't really a letdown, is the fact that I know the story. So it's kind of like I know what's going to happen next. If I didn't know that, I think I'd re- I think I'd really rate probably potentially like I never would have got into the books kind of situation. But yeah, cool. So. I like that. I also like that you said white chap and black guy. I wonder. I wonder if it would have been the same take the other way around, a black chap and a white guy. Whether it's uh, just I don't a, know. I suppose maybe, maybe, maybe it's just a way of expressing maybe discomfort, I didn't know how discussing to... racial. Yeah. Ideas, which is which is fine. Yeah, I just, well, maybe I just yeah. like the use of language there. That was good. Yeah, yeah, right. Good. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> okay, uh, whose turn is it to say the email? Uh, I can say the email. Go I have a it. feeling it's my turn. So, if you want to email us about any of the subjects we've talked about, if you want to email us criticisms, thoughts, feedback, tell us why we're right and wrong, etc., etc., then please do so on jandmdeep.podcast at gmail.com that's j-a-n-d-m-d-e-e-p dot podcast at gmail.com okay thank you thank you very much goodbye